Something inside so strong from uh, Lira gets us into the third and final hour of the talking point here on SFM on Tuesday, the 2nd of June. So we're exploring these concepts, right? These concepts of New Year resolutions versus goal setting. Uh, which approach is more realistic? In fact, <clears throat> Um, I saw something online before I even tell you of the intro that came from Elizabeth Gilbert. Elizabeth Gilbert is the writer who wrote the book Eat, Pray, Love, right? And one of the things that she said about uh, New Year resolutions is that, you know, as a human being, you are not a Fortune 500 company. You don't have to prove your worth to the world by continuously chasing achievements. You can just be. And your being here is proof that you deserve to be here. And I thought that was so profound because as human beings, we put ourselves in tremendous pressure to achieve something by the 1st of January of any given year. But in reality, what has happened actually is that uh, time has moved, the clock has changed, and so too has the calendar. Uh, does that mean the individual has changed? That's another discussion. So as we enter a brand new year, many of us find ourselves caught in that timeless debate. Are New Year's resolutions the key to a successful year? Or should we be leaning more towards the structured path of goal setting? It's a question that lingers in the minds of those who are seeking <clears throat> excuse me, personal growth and development and improvement. Today, we're taking a moment to dive deep into the heart of this dilemma and explore the nuances of resolutions and goal setting, dissecting their effectiveness and attempting to unravel which approach holds the key to a more realistic, sustainable and achievable future. So to help us navigate the landscape of aspirations, habits and self-discoveries, Brian Plunger, executive coach, facilitator, motivational speaker and organizational behavior specialist. Because, you know, Brian, there's people who are feeling guilty today because they didn't go and run the 10 kilometers that they told themselves <laughs> that they told themselves on the 31st that they're going to do yesterday. And yesterday came and they were hungover and they didn't deliver. Yeah. So today they spend the day with a lot of guilt. Good morning. Yeah. Happy New Year. And thank you for your time. <laughs> Good morning, uh, Sis KG, and uh, good morning to the listeners. Happy New Year! Compliments of the season. It's really an honor and a privilege um, to be to be talking to you and to our listeners today. So, I mean, uh, you know, the resolution is a decision that somebody makes about a change that they want to make mm -hmm. in their life. Come a mm -hmm. calendar change, right? Because yeah. uh, the New Year is yeah. a calendar change. Uh, we move from one year to the next year, but ultimately, mm -hmm. it's the next day really when uh, you think about it and a lot of people place pressure on themselves to almost go through a metamorphosis a redefinition yeah. a new way of being come the 1st of December is it realistic I mean come the 1st of January sorry is it realistic so uh, before I answer the question I'm very tempted to answer the question but I think we need to start from the premise that we all in different time zones and um, we need to acknowledge that for ourselves and sometimes we make our cages time zone my time zone i want to see by the end of next year because you've been at the sapc you've been at safm for how many years you're driving this car i also want to have that car meanwhile Ganti, we don't know 
the path that you have walked to get to where you are, right? So I think it's very important. We need to start from a premise to actually say we need to be very realistic Mm -hmm. and we need to be very, very clear to say, why am I making this? I don't want it to be a resolution, but why is this a goal for me? Yes. And we don't just answer the, 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 the why once. So if I'm saying I want to lose weight, why? Yes. Uh, um, because It, it can't be you know, because your neighbor looks good in their skinny jeans. It has to be no. because you want something for yourself. Yeah, but if you remain at the level, Yoguti, uh, races in Joburg, running r- running races, have be- park runs have become a thing, right? You will jump onto that bandwagon, but guess what? You will not last. By February, you will not even go to those park runs again because your why is not strong enough to anchor you. So your why is going to be that anchor. Yeah. And so we, you, we always have to refine the why. How why do, do I how really How do want... we get to our why? Uh, you know, uh, why, is it a conversation that we have to have with ourselves? How do we get to a definitive answer to our whys? Yeah, that's a good question. And guess what? The why at some point will shift, hey? Because the why, the why now in January is definitely going to change by October this year. So, but we need to have a strong. So, my why, I need to ask myself. So, Brian, you want to to run? Why are you running? Oh, because I'm training to do. I want to do a half marathon this year. Mm-hmm. So that's the bigger goal. So you need to have short term goals, long term goals, but. What is driving me towards that? If I am being driven by 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 motives that are not strong enough, right? I am going to go with it because mm-hmm. what is going to happen is it is going to rain on the 14th of February when everybody else is eating chocolate and I'll be eating chocolate with everybody else. And I'll say, you know what, I can just for today. And one day takes into two days and three days and I'll not go back again. Mm-hmm. But if it rains on the 14th and I know which I am training for a half marathon, what I'll do is I will still get up. Mm-hmm. And and I'll go and run and come back and still continue celebrating and having the chocolates chocolates on, on Valentine's Day. What is the obsession with the change coming on the 1st of January? Because ultimately goal setting is something that you can do as an individual irrespective of what the date of the calendar is any time in the course of a year. And we need to deconstruct that because our goals sometimes are not only over 12 months. Our goals sometimes spread over 36 months, sometimes over 48 months. Mm -hmm. So again, in your head. So I have come to this point in my life right now. I didn't set up any goals for this year because I am in continuation of (laughs) (laughs) I am in continuation, Sis KG, of goals that i set up two years ago mm-hmm. when uh, my birthday is around october november mm-hmm. so that's where i set up my goals and i'm in continuation so what i see now is i just go and refine them and say how am i doing how mm. where do i need support where do i need to strengthen and what do i need to put to, to pull up my socks why do we even have to go through a process of assessing evaluating and re 
evaluating our goals because the, 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 there's an, an assumption of the magic wand that comes with uh, the first uh, of January that because I've set the goal, right, that I'm going to run mm-hmm. a half marathon this year, I will have the mm-hmm. inspiration and the tenacity and the ease that will allow me to lead towards my half marathon, forgetting that life happens to everybody and That's there will be true. many things that will deter you in your goal and you have to continuously evaluate and reevaluate. Uh, mm-hmm. For example, uh, you know, are you going to walk on a rainy day as opposed to run so that you don't slip mm-hmm. on the road uh, mm-hmm. and, and so that, you know, you, 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 uh, you know, you go towards achieving your goal, but you adapt different principles, if you know what I mean. Yeah, so I, I had the privilege of being in a different uh, on a different continent, or even also in a different country, uh, some time ago, mm-hmm. at, around this time, and I noticed something very different. The conversations, even with people, were not around goal setting and New Year's resolution. Mm-hmm. So the point that I want to make is, it seems to be a phenomena around us in Southern Africa and maybe even maybe on the African continent. But in some places, it's not as rife. It's, I'm not saying it's not there. It's there, but it's not as rife. You don't find people killing themselves to say, I need to drink my last beer on the 31st. Then on the come midnight, people are now saying, no, I'm no longer taking. Mm. And then, uh, so it, there's something about how we are socialized, Tina, in this part of the world. I don't know what it is, and I don't want to name it, but there's something in our socialization that makes us believe. It's a self-limiting belief, if I actually say that. To actually mm. say everything has to start on the 1st of January. It's, yeah. it's, it's not true. So, it can start even on the 16th of June. Absolutely. It can start any time. So what is the process around goal setting? When when we say we, we are going to set a goal, what are the considerations that we have to have to make sure that that goal is attainable for ourselves? So, again, we need to be very clear. Um, what is it that I want? Why am I working towards this? Why do I want to achieve it? If I was not to achieve it, so what would that mean for me? So the goal has to be, has to, you have to have some form of clarity to say, okay, I, I want, so you move away from losing weight to actually say, I want to live a healthy lifestyle. Mm. So the goal, you re, yeah, so we've now refined it. That's why it's very important. And that's why we actually say people should take time to really reflect and get in touch with themselves and also get in touch with what is happening around them. What are some of the influences that are probably shaping? Because sometimes we buy into things that are not for, for, for us. And we think these are secondhand, these are hand-me-down things that we then run and make our own, but they are not our ours, right? So just because everybody's running, you think, oh, I'm going to run. So you then go and actually say, okay, I want to live healthy. Healthy is a big thing. And then you actually say, but what does health mean for me? You then actually, maybe you take a comprehensive approach, spirituality, your your physicality, and also your 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 your, your psycho-emotional uh, dimension. Then you actually say, so what does health mean in those areas? Does it mean that I'm not going to be breaking down in front of people? Or health means I'll be able to self-regulate and have my own personal mastery. So there are a lot of nuances. So you really have to have a thinking partner. I often say to people, have a thinking partner. Somebody that can help you clarify some of these um, some of these thoughts that are coming to you and refine the goals. It has to be a specific goal. It can't just you can't just say I just want to run.
so, want to be healthy. So this 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 concept of a thinking partner. I think you called it a thinking partner. What what, what, do, what does that entail? Is it like very similar to the concept of an accountability partner? How, how does a thinking partner work and how do they influence your advancement towards your goal? Beautiful. So the thinking partner, number one, actually, you're right. Also, one of their tasks is going to hold you accountable once we've clarified it. But before we get there, the thinking partner is the one who's actually going to say, have you thought about this? Mm. So, KJ, you say you want to run. Have you thought what this is summer? Right. My thinking partner, though, do they have to have been a runner? Because, I mean, I wouldn't get effective, let's say, health and or exercise advice from somebody who doesn't have similar experience. It could be it's both yes and no. Mm -hmm. They could be people who understand um, what wellness and health is Mm -hmm. because you also don't want to talk to somebody who doesn't have an idea so you're just having a nice conversation yes yes. we don't want that we don't want that we want somebody that can challenge your thinking and actually say you are saying you want to get to Deben, right Mm -hmm. but listen you don't have a bus ticket yes and you don't walking there is not a great idea (laughs) exactly (laughs) and the flights are fully booked yes so the thinking the thinking partner is then going to say to you how are you going to make how are you going to make that journey yes have you thought about this and then you say oh and but then they'll actually say but kj you know that when you do you spend a lot of fridays and saturday nights in joints right yes so you get triggered by food or by by beverages so how's that going to work sure Mm, then they stop and pause and say oh i never thought about that so it's, okay. it's, it is an accountability partner, if you may. Absolutely, yes. And you think together. They help you refine your thoughts. So it they can't be you... your friend. It can't be your friend because your friend has to worry about your feelings and, and you know, has to be soft around you. It really can't be your friend. I, I agree with that. To some extent, it can't be. But if you've got a mature friend, mm-hmm. right, or if your friendship has matured, you know, there are people that we we grow together, people who have seen us, when I mean naked, I mean vulnerable in our thoughts, mm. people who are able to actually say, uh, Marakeji, I think you messed up here. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And you know it might hurt you, but you really know that it's coming from a good place. You might be upset with them. You might ignore them for two weeks, but you really know that it's coming from a good place. Mm. And I also want to encourage people this year to have what I would call a good friend. Many of the people that we are hanging around, around some of them are associates, they're acquaintances. They're and drinking they partners. Put them in the same boat. Yes. <laughs> and, and that's why Bas Kostisa, and they, they lead us down there. Yeah. And then come January, we then say, when days are dark, friends are? Few. <laughs> exactly. But then we then say, we were never your friends. <laughs> so um, how do you know then it started being effective? That the goal has started being effective. Are there specific attributes or things that you need to have ticked off your plan to say it's working? I'm working my goal and it's working. Yeah, yes. So in that conversation, either with yourself or with your thinking partner, we then need to say the important, what will success look like? Mm. Yeah. What will success look like in three weeks? What will success look like in eight weeks? So we are very clear that then success will mean that I am walking 
four kilometers a day. And I might have slipped maybe once or twice, but I'm still getting back on the bandwagon. And in eight weeks, I'm increasing and I'm now going to seven Ks. And in 10 weeks, I'll be then come come 12 weeks, I'll be able to run a 10 kilometer over this distance of time. That's how you look at it. So you need to put little stones. And the problem with us, we just say, ah, we want to be healthy. So no healthy, actually, you could even start by saying, I'll be drinking water the first two weeks of January. Just hydrated yeah how much importance should we place on researching our goal right uh whatever the goal may be and i know that at the beginning of the year or whenever these kinds of conversations are had a lot of people will um, focus the discussion on the on 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 really soft issues like i want to start an exercise regime i want to uh you know but some people put hard goals on the table for example somebody can say i want to be a millionaire by the end of the year right uh, and and you know uh, and and i suppose that could be uh, for some people a harder goal to achieve than to run 10 kilometers or 21 kilometers so w- what kinds of research uh, as at an individual level do you need to put uh, into whatever goal you've got and how f- how ahead of your start date whether the start date is the 1st of january or the 13th of march or whatever the case may be how far ahead should you be putting a degree of research for yourself into the kind of goal that you want to attain and the general uh, challenges that most people who you know are, are are wanting to achieve a similar goal uh, go through Research plays an important part, but not all goals are researchable. So, for mm, example, making a million. Goals such, <laughs> yeah, no. So, for example, <laughs> making peace with my father or with my mother. Mm. That's not a goal that I can research on, mm, but mm. that's something I could work on with someone to help me heal as, as, as an individual and then also start healing that relationship that I had broken or that is not working. So that there are certain, so, so there are certain goals that we can do. So research. So for example, I want to, I want to, to be that millionaire. Mm-hmm. Fine. So the research would be, okay, so if I am a friend to that person, so how much do you have? When, okay, when the 350 that all of us are getting from uh, our good people, right? Fine. So how is that going to be people. possible? How how can you be how can you be that millionaire? But if somebody comes and UKG come and say, listen, Brian, I am retiring and um, I've got some money stashed somewhere, and it's this amount. I want to make it multiply. That's a whole different ball game altogether. And so that's why we are saying they have to be realistic, these goals. Realist, you can't just say your, uh, yeah, cagings of Tengeli Banoi. Yeah, I mean, that's a nice gift. I would take it. But, you know, <laughs> I digress. But listen, habits, right? Part of why people fail in their endeavors and their goals is because the monster that is their own personal habits um, ends up kicking them out of the ring, you know, of of the fight, if you may. How, How do you dissect what your habits are 
And how do you find ways to get over your habits? Because if you say, for example, um, I want to lose 50 kilograms, you have to own, and this is an, an example, you have to own the fact that probably part of the reason why you even gained 50 kilograms is because there's something in your eating habits that led you to those uh, 50 extra kilograms that you need to drop. So there is some fundamental shift that needs to happen in your habits for you to drop these 50. So what I'm trying to say to you is how do we arrest our own habits that hold us back from attaining and or achieving our goals? What you're talking to is how sometimes we self-sabotage. Yes, right? that's a better word, so, yes. Yeah, so it's very important as people, and that's why, so KG, in the work that we do, in the work that I do, the starting point is self. Know thyself. Mm. Once you are once you are very clear, know, know thyself me does not mean OT. I live in the north of Joburg and I'm on radio. <laughs> no, know thyself actually means we know ourselves in terms of our shadows, meaning our strengths mm -hmm. and our weaknesses, mm -hmm. our gifts. So once you are very clear that one of my weaknesses, not as a person, is sometimes I overindulge, say, in food, right? Don't judge it. You actually then be curious about it. I often say, be curious. Okay, so why do I overindulge in food? Or why do I even overindulge in alcohol or even in cigarettes? Mm. Right? You might not answer it today, but be curious every day. So start observing yourself. When am I smoking? Yeah. Either when I am not happy or when I'm stressed or when am I eating? Start, be, start being curious about that. It's, it's, you start investigating. Then you realize that I am using food or alcohol or even sex to numb my pain, right? So you then realize that this is a coping strategy for me, right? And then what you then say is, okay, does this serve me? Is this serving me? Obviously, clearly, at this particular stage, it's not serving me. Why? Because I want to get to point B or to point D, and this is actually going to sabotage me to get there. Yeah. So the question is, what do I need to do? What do I need to change? What do I need to shift in both my behaviors, in terms of my thinking? So it's not just an issue of willpower, right? Yeah. It's about actually making the conscious choice to actually say, I will choose. It's like addiction, really. I will yeah. choose not to. I will choose not to. And to actually realize that these things will be screaming my name, but I'll take one day at a time to actually say, I choose to eat healthy. I choose not to be overindulging in the alcohol. And, and. and then you ask yourself, why? That's why that why is very clear. It's very important. Why? Yeah. Because this is important to my health. I'm now on chronic medication, so I cannot be taking things like that. I cannot behaving in such a manner. That's your why. Why is it that when people endeavor on a goal, right, whatever the goal may be, that they are so hard on themselves that they don't allow themselves the grace to have some fails in the course of uh, the, that endeavor? And is it okay to have some fails? And I, I go back to the example that I made at the beginning of our discussion where I said there's a lot of people who probably are feeling a sense of guilt today because... Uh, 
they they thought that yesterday they're going to go out and run and it's going to be easy and they're going to consistently be able to attain it and it's going to happen with ease and the guilt comes as a result of maybe feeling that the run and or walk yesterday was a lot harder than they thought it would be. And the inspiration to go on and do the same thing today is less today because it's the second or it's not the first or mm. Uh, mm. Or, or they've realized the goal is, is going to be harder. Why is it that in our endeavor to achieve things, we don't give ourselves grace to not always be excellent? Yeah, that's also a beautiful one. I'll tell you why, because that's how we, 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 we live in an environment where we're consistently judging each other. And we're ourselves. Yes. Mm. And I'll come to the self. But that's how that's how we grow in an environment like that. So what do we do? We internalize that 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 judgment, that violence that we are we are we are enforcing on other people. We don't give people. We don't give. We are very. We are not compassionate people, guys. As, as as people, to be honest. Mm. If you look at even at, during Christmas, we're looking at each other. So, mm, did you see them? Oh, mm, we give and would be yet would be all faking the smiles. Then we go into corners or we'll be WhatsApping each other. The same treatment that we give other. people, people né, is the same people that we give to ourselves mm. so it's an issue so we need to shift that we need to actually give ourselves what we call radical love unconditional love mm. and radical unconditional love means i allow myself to fall at times yeah. and to realize that i am i am i am fragile I am broken at times. Mm. I am weak, and I am not a superman. And there will be days that I will I will not live my best self, right? Mm. And when that happens, it doesn't mean that I'm going to be nasty and ask people understand me. But I am going to give myself that compassion and that understanding and that love that I need. So where do we and start? So if we you, have, go on. Once you give yourself that, then the judgment falls. Yeah, yeah. And it's suspended. So where do I start if I have a goal and I haven't even started? And for me, it's it's never too late. It doesn't matter that it's the second. It can even start on mm -hmm. the 10th. It can start in March, in April, whatever. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. where, where do I start? What are the practical things that I do to go to, to walk the walk towards my goals? Beautiful. Let's let's start by writing them down. So in neuroscience, so I, I, I practice neuroscience. So in neuroscience, we talk about the power of three. And I want to encourage people just to stick to three things. Let's not go with 100 things. People have 10 things that they want to do, right? I would actually say, let's write three things down, mm. right? Um, write maybe a professional goal, right? Or a career goal, if that's what you want to call it. Write what I'll call a personal goal. Personal goal meaning there are things that I want for myself, Mm -hmm. um, or that I struggle with as an individual. Mm -hmm. I was talking about unforgiveness or I was talking about maybe letting go or whatever it is, right? Or that's a personal goal. Then I also talk about maybe write what I call a relational goal or what we call a social goal, something that is in relationship to other people. So sometimes I can become a little bit jealous. I can become a little bit aggressive <gasps> or I've got anger when in, or, you know, things that manifest themselves in relationship to other people. Mm -hmm. Look at those. Look at those three dimensions, and then go on the other page and actually say, "Okay, this is the goal that I want. Let's start the why. Let's refine it. Why? Why is it important for me? 
Mm, and then you come up with your reasons. Okay, what will success look like? Again, so you need to, you can't just wake up and say, I just want to be healthy. You really need, there's a lot of reflection that needs to take place before you, 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 you sign it off and say, this is the goal. You really need to refine it and, and, and there are a lot of iterations that you would have to, to work through. Oh, it's beautiful and it's inspiring and hopefully we all attain our goals. Thank you so much. How do people find you, Brian? My website is www.brianmslanger.com and all my, my emails, everything is there. So if they can find me from there and uh, yeah, let's keep in touch. Thank you and happy 2024 to you. Thank you and keep the great work. Eh? Teenage Pregnancy. 